Hey everyone, Tom here, back with another episode of Alf Metallica. You, you know, you may have noticed that we've concluded our original journey. What we set out to do was to review every single Metallica song one by one, episode by episode, in alphabetical order, with guests, uh, you know, from around the world. And that finished, I think, pretty much at the end of the year. I believe, um, what was it? You Really Got Me was the last song we covered. Uh, which was obviously their cover of the Kinks track on the 2010 album uh, All My Friends, I think, with Ray Davis. But uh, we did that. I did that solo. That was like the close of the year. It was dark out. Uh, I think I was playing Fallout 4 on PlayStation Now or something. It was one of them ones, you know. And that ended. And then we've been doing other stuff. We've been talking about Glastonbury and Metallica. We've been talking about, uh, you know, when James Hetfield uh, was on the Rogan Experience. We've done the long-form episodes on Jason Newstead, the Mega Histories. We've got a, a Cliff one coming up, by the way. Actually, tomorrow at the time of us recording this, uh, myself and Reed are going to record, uh, you know, a big exploration of, of Cliff's history and uh, musicality. And we're just parlaying into new ventures. We're keeping it Metallica-focused. But we're, you know, we're just kind of um, indulging the host to a certain extent. We're having guests on that are just fans of the band, like we all are. And, you know, discussing their work and, and, and their appreciation. And, um, you know, I've got to be honest, this episode might be a little bit of a ruse. You might be like, why is this guy on the Metallica podcast? He's a Metallica fan, but so what? But I am such a giant fan of my guest today. You know, he's absolutely one of my favorite YouTubers, content creators, uh, you know, his name's Rob, Rob Kellis, you may have heard of him, and he is just, uh, you know, it's kind of hard to explain, it's a very uh, enjoyable, witty, amiable, real kind of mate show of 20-somethings, of, of but uh, they go to festivals and they love music, and uh, yeah, I mean, long, long live the TPD. Rob, how's it going? It's going great, mate. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so pleased to be here, and that was a that's a great intro. I, no, I mean it. I mean, it. I remember, you know, one of the series that Rob has on his channel is called Best Camp, where you know they are avid festival goers, him and his crew, and they go to Leeds regularly and download and film these huge vlogs with loads of fans and you know tons of crazy stuff that we'll get to have gone down in those. So that series has been going for a long time, and uh, I remember searching. It must have been like May of 2017, I think, or whenever download was. Sorry, of that year, download had just happened. And I just, I literally went on YouTube and just put download 2017, that was it, and it came up best camp. It came up the thumbnail of, I think, you, Jake, and Callum, I think's on that one. And, yeah, you know, I watched, right. and I was just enamoured, and... Um, oh, amazing. I mean, you, you know, again, people maybe aren't going to be like, you know, what what is... Let's talk about uh, Lars <laughs> over here, but, like, uh, you know, <laughs> it, it, in terms of you and a content creator... What's so crazy to see, and I hate to use that term, but like, you know what I mean? What's so mad to see is uh, the growth of what's happened with the channel. Like, you go back and look at the old videos, and it's literally you guys just in secondary school and and whatever on some bad camera mm. phone. And now it is just like the Route 66, or you guys actually headlined the first day of Leeds Festival and got a giant crowd. Like, I, when I watched that, I was like, <laughs> I was tears in my eyes. Yeah, we're we're getting there slowly but surely, mate. You know, it's a it's still very much a work in progress, but I'm very proud of the the progress we've made thus far over our well, what's now probably twelve years. So it's not been it's not been a quick one, but no. um, we just love creating, and um, it's great when we get to kind of do cool things like the Leeds Fest thing that you mentioned, mm -hmm. and go to download every year. It's great when we get to do things like that. 
you know, and it should be said as well, one of the features of these videos are you guys camping and obviously encourage everyone to come over and everyone's there and a lot of people are, you know, it's the highlight of the weekend. I know for sure if I was at one of these things, like, you know, you're swamped with people. It, 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 it must be mad to experience that. That's quite a rare thing to happen to a human being to have, like, fans mobbing them. It, it's very strange, yeah. Um, for, first of all, it's 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 great. And yeah, we, oh no, we, of course. It's just, you know, yeah. we can't. it's hard to kind of put into words it's it's something you know we really appreciate everyone that 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 does come over but the weird thing with us is because we we're kind of in that kind of awkward middle ground where we all have full-time normal jobs um and we're kind of like these pseudo celebrities for maybe one weekend or a few weekends of the year so it's very strange having so many people like that come over and say hello and but then you're straight back into the nine to five grind, mm-hmm. like on the Monday morning, and um, so it's quite unique in that way. I think um, it's 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 mad. It, it is mad, but it, it never gets old, and we you know we really kind of uh, treasure those moments because you know fundamentally, as I say, we we just straight back on the nine to five. Yeah. So it's really cool to kind of taste a bit of what that lifestyle would be like. definitely and you know less people think we're shoehorning metallica in here in the latest video your uh bene kasim spain video do you do you remember the little metallica reference in the video uh oh yeah we went to um me shouting um give me fuel give me fire give me that which is that right um we went to um i mean first of all i love metallica Mm. and i have for many years and we'll we'll come on to that yeah 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 um but yeah, I would we, hope so um, as well. It would be a horrible. Yeah, yeah. it would. It would be a terrible <laughs> idea doing this without any Metallica content. <laughs> it's not um, them, yeah. But we um, we went to this little bar, and I can't remember what it was called. It was in uh, in Barcelona, and the the thing that drew us into this bar was the guy looked like James Hetfield. Hmm. Um, so we go in, and this guy kind he kind of did look like James right. Hetfield, maybe not so much, but yeah. he kind of, we were like that guy looks like Papa Het. So we go in. And then we put like, he let us put some music on and we put Master of Puppets on. That was like the first thing I put on. I was like, let's put Master of Puppets on, see how the bar reacts. It's pretty empty. And the guy was loving it. The guy behind the bar was loving it. And then the owner came over and was like, people say I look like the guy from Metallica. And we were like, no, no way. And that was the only reason we got in the bar because he looked just like Hetfield. And, uh, you know, this beginning then with Metallica, like I became aware through watching the videos that you're always rocking the master shirt. That's kind of you know what one of the one of the outfits, yeah, no, whatever. That, like it's kind of a recognizable. That shirt, mm. That's that's got some miles on it. That yeah. shirt. That's that's the oldest piece of clothing I, I own. It's <laughs> it's vintage now. But it looks vintage. It yeah, it looks like it's from the seventies, even does, though it's from like a HMV. It, like yeah, it it does. It was an HMV, one of them, one of those uh, ten pound ones. Oh, those I must tubes. have got that in like yeah. Or seven, mm. maybe, and yeah, I, I love that. It's probably my favorite, probably my favorite T-shirt by a mile. Um, just because it's kind of had, it's got so yeah. many miles under its uh, under its belt. <laughs> so, so where does it begin then for you and Metallica? Like we're sort of you know similar ages or influences or whatever. So, can you remember the first time that you were aware of them as an entity? Like. Yeah, I do remember. Uh, it was when I was in high school. I throughout my school kind of career, um, I was mainly into like hip hop, um, but I always like my parents always liked rock music, but never anything metal really. 
Yeah. Um, I think probably the heaviest was like something like Guns N' Roses, so nothing like super heavy. And then this guy that I went to school with, he told me about this this album um, that was um, kind of infamous called Saint Anger, which mm. now we're I'm very familiar with, and it was kind of something to hate on, and it was a cool thing to hate on. But I had no frame of reference. I had nothing to yeah. be like. This friend was like, "You should listen to this." Uh, or how crazy is it? You know, it's so different. It's such a departure. But I didn't know what it was a departure from. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what kind of got me into the rabbit hole, where I then started kind of digging and discovering um, some of the earlier Metallica stuff. And you know, then I could join the Let's Hear on Saint Anger Club, as was trendy at the at least at the time. Are, are you are you still in that club, Rob? What is Saint Anger for you? No, not at all, man. No. Like, I, I mean, it's great. I don't, I, I don't get the hate. I, I get it, but like. I've not, I've not really. I, I would consider myself a big Metallica fan. Make no mistake, but I've sure. not really had a deep dive on Saint Anger. Mm-hmm. I've listened through many times, but yeah. there's even songs where I couldn't like put a name to them. But the kind of, I think some of the, some of the more well-known stuff off that album, you know, some kind of monster, the, the title t- uh, track, mm-hmm. Frantic. Oh yeah. Um, I think those are great songs. You know, they come on in the car and they certainly don't get skipped. Um, it's kind of a a return to it's just the snare that people have issue with really i think if that was a normal snare if the snare was on on that drum Hmm. i think it'd get a lot less hit and that's not exactly a profound thought i think a lot of people would agree with that but um you think how heavy that um saint anger intro is with the double bass going all the way through it like people would during load and reload like people were begging Lars to do stuff like that and then he does it and it's like (laughs) right it's not good enough now for people and I was one of those haters, mate. I yeah. was, I'm admit. No, I get it. I get it. I remember hearing it again and just, yeah, it, it's, it does sound really tin-eared. Like, and, and you kind of have to get used to it as part of the aesthetic. But I think the the riffs on, say, Anger are, you know, inc- the, incredible. The, the, it's mostly tuned down, isn't it? Are, are they in very that? low. Yeah, like drop, drop C. C. Yeah, it's, it's, very, it's very new metal. Like, it was very of the time. Like, Yeah, it sure was. Um, mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, only recently I rewatched um, some kind of monster, which obviously goes through them kind of yeah. recording that and all the kind of trials and tribulations that they had. And I think like that, watching that is it kind of gives you a new another type of appreciation for the album because you kind of see what they've gone through while they've been making it. Yeah, it's um, unparalleled torment, right? Cool. Like recording albums yeah, are normally but... quite a relaxing, not relaxing, but you know what I mean. It's just kind of get it done sort of thing. But they were going through true anguish throughout that like. absolutely yeah um i i always think of that scene but in where james slams the door after he's had that argument with Lyle. yeah um and he just slams this door and i just think god damn i feel like i've been there with my friends a few times right. probably <laughs> definitely near, but like... we can all relate to that door slamming that james <sighs> does oh my god like honestly like you watch all these videos, uh, they're on Loudwire and stuff like that, but there's lots of Metallica individual ones where the mega fan meets James and, you know, doesn't know what mm-hmm. to do. Like, low-key, I would feel the same way about Bridie, like, who's a member of Rob's channel. <laughs> I would just be, I'm in awe of the man, quite frankly. You and, may not uh, recognise him if you were to meet him now, my friend. He's, he's lost, lost a lot of weight, yeah. Of his body weight. Oh, he, look, he looks incredible. And to do that in lockdown as well. He does look well, good. Just, uh, yeah. but... But, um... 
I actually asked him to come on the show for a podcast, I think, a year ago, and he's like, yeah, I'm down. Like, I remember he's quite a podcast fan, right? He was listening to, like, Rogan he loves at, at it. the festival. He loves like, it, man. <laughs> you guys are partying, and he's listening to Joe Rogan in his tent. I'm like, that guy's serious. <laughs> like... <laughs> but do you know what, mate? He's true to himself, I suppose. Yeah, no, no, you know? he's still a goat, but it's just like... We, we, were driving down, we were driving down Route 66, yeah. mate, and we're blasting out some music, and he's there with his, with his little headphones <laughs> in. Listening to Joe Rogan, I actually just, um, no word of a lie, just this week watched my first ever Joe Rogan, oh. and it was the Hetfield one. Oh, oh brilliant um, episode. I mean, I was going to say, if you watched the Post Malone was on it today, I don't know if you saw that. Um, I, 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 I tried watching some of it, I think it, that went up maybe last night, and last night, I think yeah. I, yeah, I, I put it on, and that's why it was like four hours long, I was like, man. It's an indulgent, yeah, yeah, it's one of those sort of animal vid, but what, what did you think of the uh, Hetfield episode? I love it, man. I thought it was great. I think James is such a, he seems like so down to earth and, and he's, he's like a, a father figure of that scene of like the, the whole like rock crowd. Mm. I see him as he's like the, he's like Papa Het, right? That's his, oh, that's yeah. kind of his, that's his nickname. So he, he just seems to have so much insight, so much knowledge to all the stuff that he's learned. Um, so I was just hanging on his every word. Even when he's talking about stuff I have no interest in, like uh, bees. Like right? bees, yeah, like yeah. Bees. I, th- I think it's about was like, a, qu- a quarter of the episode is on bees. Yeah, it is, I mean, right? still, it's, it is. It's great. It's, it's het, but, but yeah, you're right. I, but I was hanging on his every word. Mm. I love when they start talking about like um, like how they've got like their own record press. Yes. Um, and, like, that's the cool thing about Metallica. They're such a giant, um, a, a titan of yes. their industry that they can do this stuff like on an almost what must be an almost unparalleled level well, yeah, Rob, you know, Rob, these we, guys we, have so much we always say we always say that there's like you just there's you can't compare metallica to other bands because no other band does a world tour and has just songs from each night professionally shot and edited in in moments uh, yeah you know. it's it's and we're now kind of reaping the rewards of that with the metallica mondays like mm. um so every, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure you know, but yeah. in case anyone doesn't, uh, pretty much every Monday there's like a, a new, m- more more often than not, a pro shot, um, Metallica gig that premieres on YouTube. So, um, you know, I think last or this Monday just gone, it was a, a show from '89 in um, California, the Damage Justice tour. Yes, that was one of the ones that wasn't pro shot. It was actually a kind of an official bootleg. But the the, the there's so much pro shot stuff to just watch. Oh yeah, it's, it's all out there. From, they put one out from Germany um, a few few years back, and it was all like rarities that they played, like, not super rare, but stuff they generally don't play. You know, mm. like given two, and I think they did. Oh, what else did they do? Um, something off like Death Magnetic that they don't often do. Yes, and that was just a blast watching that. Rob, I need I need to send you the inside of Metallica bootlegs. Have you seen James and Lars doing Green Day? <laughs> that's out what? there man that germany yeah oh was, is that is that on some like mtv awards show or something i don't think it is i've I seen them doing sort of like festival. nirvana maybe they've done yeah mate they've they do a lot of impressions like donnington 95 like they do like slayer and stuff like that which is great and, yeah and kind of imitate that idea but um just getting back to you and metallica and that kind of early uh you know initiation into it like beyond saint anger then when you're just exploring like uh obviously we we come from an era just an era kind of before but before streaming like were you buying the cds were, were you torrenting on LimeWire? like how are you hearing the music 
I was pirating it, mate. Much oh, yeah. to Lars's uh, dismay, I oh, was I was pirating it. Like I um, you know, I had I had a desktop computer, probably a laptop at the time, actually. Mm-hmm. Not that that's super important, <laughs> um, but just paint the picture. Yeah, I've been sat there, and I think the first al- the first album that I really got into into was Master of Puppets. Mm. Like, because I didn't really like Saint Anger, but that's just because it was trendy. Yeah. That was my intro to the band, and then I was like, right, let's see what's being com- what Saint Anger's being compared to, and it just so happens for whatever reason, Master of Puppets was the one that that kind of caught my ear, caught my attention, um, and I just loved it, man. It was so cool, particularly the title track. Like, it's such an yeah. obvious choice, you know. It's such a, a staple of theirs. Um, I think they've played that live more than any other song. That um, me. I, I think I saw that on like Setlist FM, mm. but. Um, that's such a great track, uh, especially that middle section where it, where it kind of slows down and the harmonies kick in just before the, the main solo. Yeah. What a great piece of music. So <laughs> that album's always like, you know, it's, that's firmly one of my Desert Island discs. Mm. Oh, my God. There's just so many parts. I um, Do you know what? I Metallica were my favorite band for like so long. And then they just kind of dropped off for me. They, they didn't change anything. In fact, they hadn't released anything. Um, but I just kind of stopped listening to them for so long. Yeah. It's and natural, it was only yeah. like, yeah. Uh, but it was only somewhat recently where and not to bring the tone down. Um, hmm. but, but I, I, I lost a friend that, right. um, you know, a friend of mine passed away and this, this guy was a, he was called Lazaro. He was from America and he was 52, I believe. And he, me and him bonded in the workplace because he'd been to a load of like early Metallica gigs in America in like the, the early 80s, hmm. Um, hmm. which just sounded incredible. And he was telling me all those stories. So anyway, it was only when we lost him that I was like, I'm going to put uh, like ride the lightning on like to kind of, you know, give him a bit of a send off in my, in my flat, just put ride the lightning on the yeah. speakers and reflect. And that was maybe a month and a half ago, maybe two months ago. And I have not stopped listening to Metallica since. I've kind of rediscovered this Damn. like childhood sweetheart of mine. <laughs> I've, I've always I've always liked him, but I've never I've only gone super deep in the first maybe four or five years of me knowing them, and then in the last two months, mm-hmm. and I'm in deeper than ever right now. <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, talk to me about these albums. Then, like, what what kind of eras do you like? There's a lot of splits. You know, there's Load Reload Camp. Like, are you a fan of those records? Mm, less not so. really to be honest less me neither so. rob but, me neither but, rob, but i i think fuel is one of the best songs they've ever re- i think it's one of the, one of the best like yeah. rock songs ever it really fuel, it really is it's unbelievable it's like four minutes was, free yeah. like oh fuel was the only metallica song that my dad liked he didn't like <laughs> any of the other stuff it was too Bad long too complicated. he loved fuel and yeah fuel, and um you know, it sometimes gets a bit of a bad rep uh, with some of the kind of, I don't know, some of the more old school kind of fans, I guess, if you want to call them. But mm-hmm. I think Fuel's amazing. It's got everything. It's got the guitar solo. It's got some great drums from Lars the on The build there. as well yeah. with the octaves from Kirk. Oh, the dr- oh, yeah, man. it's so, so good. Hot, loose, um, and clean. It feels like it sounds as well. It's just this it, it does. It really does. It's a driving fast kind of song. It, that, it's not a, um, an ultimate driving song. Like, surely God, I love that song. In the heavens. Yeah, no, Hetfield wrote a classic there. I agree. Yeah, Fuel. Really? Really kind of did. transcends uh, those, those there. 
and um fuel's in my fuel's in my top three uh songs by by a mile ever or by metallica uh, yeah yeah by by metallica, by metallica. top three wow top three so masters i love always, it man. masters there as well right in your top three <sighs> this is tricky is that... yeah, um, I, I don't know because since after Master Puppets, the album, I got onto Ride the Lightning. I'm kind of working in reverse. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got onto Ride the Lightning, and the title track of Ride the Lightning was just so captivating because mm. it's got that kind of that kind of I don't know how to describe. It. It's like the Ride the Lightning sound. It's a bit like kind of cold sounding, and yeah, frosty. I know what you mean. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. um, so the title track of Ride the Lightning is probably would pro- if if I had to choose my, my three right now, it would probably be Ride the Lightning, um, Fuel, and then maybe even something like The Day That Never Comes. Jeez. So something much yeah, later. Great song. Because a, another song that I think so, I think Death Magnetic is just so underrated. A great Agreed. album. It's one of their best. Riff yeah. Central. Mm-hmm. It is mm-hmm. riff cent- The riffs on there oh. are mad. And <laughs> The Day That Never Comes is like. Yeah, yeah, mate, amazing. Uh, Judas Kiss. Um, mm. Day that never comes. I kind of see it as like a. I'm sure lots of people have made this comparison, but it's like a spiritual successor to one. It yes. starts off a bit slow. It then kind of ramps up a bit, and you know, not quite as dramatic as one, but it does have that chugging bit just before the solos kick in. Um, well, the la- the last four minutes of that song is instrumental. And I think it's some of their best work. You know, you have that that hammer on stuff at the bottom, replicated by the top string, is really wild. And then you have like the classical harmonies. Yeah, I love like I oh. love that, and I remember trying to learn that bit. <laughs> I finally got it on um, on my guitar at the time, and then I switched guitars, and it it was for some reason I think it had a thicker neck or something, right, and right. It, I had to like relearn it. This was a long time ago, mind. <laughs> Yeah, it was. That was. I was so proud. Of the day that never comes. Actually, one of my earliest memories of, of playing an instrument was. Um, I think we just heard of that because they played it. At, I wasn't there, but they, they. I think they premiered it at Leeds Fest two thousand and eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was like a bootleg or something of that circulating. And I remember learning that intro, and that was one of the first things I, well, almost one of the first things I ever learned to play on any instrument. So I was really kind of. That song's quite close to me, that. Yeah, yeah. It's got that kind of beginner's arpeggio to it, hasn't it? In that kind of ascending way. Sure does. It's uh, it's pretty... And you, you mentioned guitar before. Like, you know, I play guitar and, like, some of my earliest guitar memories uh, are learning Metallica stuff. I remember learning the um, mm-hmm. King Nothing riff and that doom ding doom ding that slide at the end. Oh, that, nice. That very simple... Yeah. Uh, semitone thing, just you just sort of play. And you're like, oh man, it's just so addictive. And uh, bells as <laughs> yeah, well. Like a rock star, right? Yeah, oh yeah, totally. Oh. Even though you like you're playing yeah. on some shitty electric that isn't plugged in, and it's got that sort of dead <laughs> sound. Like um, you're in the moment. Oh man, oh man, totally. Uh, on ultimate guitar. What, like, yeah. Oh man. Speaking of it, you mentioned uh, bells. Um, only recently have I finally managed to do that awkward riff that Kirk does. Um, and oh. it's not really difficult. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's one of those, if you think about it too much, you'll flub it up. Yeah, yeah and, and I kind of, I never bothered learning that, so I would just play some random stuff over that. But it was only, in fact, I'll tell you what, you, we, we talked very briefly about Route 66. Hmm. If you Anyone that's seen our Route 66 video, we bought an acoustic guitar for On The Road, um, yeah. and I learned that on that acoustic guitar, oh. that bit. 
because which... it came, we put it we put it on the radio uh, on the stereo or whatever mm. and it was playing and i was playing along and we were filming it and it was kind of like the joke was i'm always playing the guitar annoying people like yeah uh, and i thought i'm that bit that came on and i was like right now's the time i've never bothered to learn this i'm gonna do it now and i just figured it out and it was like a light bulb moment <laughs> and since then every other day i play that song on guitar yeah Oh man, what a stack of riffs it is. And uh, that guitar gets smashed in the video, right? Yeah, it gets smashed up. We went into some random music shop in America. I can't remember which state we were in at the time. And we basically, we probably wanted to spend about $50 on a guitar and split it between us for the sake of the video. It'd be funny to, we wanted it to be a bit more cinematic than just a vlog. So we'll be like, we'll smash the guitar. It'll be really funny. Uh, the the premise is that someone's really annoyed with me playing the guitar because I won't shut up. So I went into this music shop, and it's it's there. And I think it was about a hundred dollars. And I said to the guy, like, "Is there any movement on this?" And he was like, "No." And I was like, "Oh, that's a shame." He was like, "It's a good guitar." And I was like, "I know, but we we just want to smash it up for a YouTube video." So that kind of got his ears pricked up a bit. <laughs> um, he kind of asked what us a bit about what we're doing, and. Um, and he kind of he liked the idea, so he was like, "How much do you want to pay?" So we were like, "We've got fifty to to play with." He was like, "Yeah, that's cool." Um, and I thought that was really really cool. Yeah, of him. That's and, good and, of you know, he yeah. could have said it was a little independent shop, and he could have said, "Yeah, but I want to be like, I want you to shout out the shop or anything." And he didn't say anything of that. And I think if we'd have remembered the shop name, we'd have definitely <laughs> shouted it out. But it was it was at the end of the trip that the guitar got smashed. All right, cool. That's good memory. Yeah, yeah, that's I love that, uh, and um, you know, people as well. Obviously, go check out Rob's channel. Uh, you know, we'll put links down below. Definitely check out all the stuff we're referencing. Uh, just back in the discography in general, then um, Kill 'Em All. You know, one of the bigger Metallica podcasts. They did their top tens uh, on the recent episode. Shout out to Clint and Ethan. Every time I've been on the show, many times. Uh, great episode, and they were ranking them all, Rob. And Kill 'Em All was was down the bottom for both. Really, not not one of their highest. But how about you? probably mid-table for me yeah. kill them all um i love the kind of concept well it's not even a concept is it at that point i love what it what it represents now like mm -hmm. that young hungry fast uh kind of not much like it at the time if anything really um i think it's got it's got some great songs on there i love whiplash i love seek and destroy again one of the first kind of tracks that me and my friend learned oh, to play. Oh, yeah, every band like, jams together. That. Yeah, yeah. Um, love Seek and Destroy. Love Metal Militia. Love the Four Horsemen. Um, you love them all? But it's just not the kind... Yeah. <laughs> I guess I do. Did you see? Um, Anesthesia? Is that the one you hate? Like, Do you know, mad respect to Cliff. He's, a, he's, a, he's an incredible, incredible guy. Yeah. But I never really sit and listen to Anesthesia. It's, it's just... Fair enough. Not one for me. Um, and I mean that with absolutely no disrespect at all. I think Orion um, is probably up there in my top 10 Metallica songs, you know, and that's probably just because of Cliff. So I'm a massive fan of Cliff. But Anesthesia just didn't really captivate me, I think. Maybe if it was on a different album with a different kind of production on it or something i don't know i don't okay. i don't want to say the wrong thing here because i know it's very beloved but it just wasn't for me as anesthesia I'm, I'm i've never really but, you know as a TV never DJ, never really listened to it <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna flip out right now. Um, for the sake of cleese me i'm not gonna flip out right now 
All right, that's good. Please feel praise, please. Be. Um, but kill them all. I think it, it's really cool, and sometimes I'm really in the mood for kill them all. I'm really, really in the mood for it. Um, but just less so than something like Ride, Puppets, Justice. Uh-huh. Um, they're probably the three go to. Um, and then after that, it's probably Death Magnetic. They're probably my top four. So those kind of three. What, what from, about uh, uh, Hardwired? Have you had that much of a listen to their latest release? Yeah, I've, I've listened to Hardwired a few times. And I think um, I think I've been maybe negatively influenced. I'll, I like Hardwire. I think it's great. I love Out of the Bone. I love the title track. Um, Atlas Rise is great. But I, I try and not like look at anything online before I listen to something because I can find that that might kind of accidentally um, like put an opinion in my head that's maybe not my own. Sure. You've been incepted. What, what I mean there is someone online in somewhere said, it sounds like Metallica trying to be like old thrashy metallica and mm. i can't get that out of my head um even though like you know death magnetic is is quite a thrashy quite a, insanely riff driven lots of uh lots of strumming on that album um <laughs> so i think i think just hearing that that opinion has kind of made me think of hardwired in a bit of a bit bit outside of the spotlight um, and it's only since that rogan that i watched this week where joe rogan says to him like uh, Joe Rogan says to James, "You know your, your album Hardwired's great," and James then says, "It's just us doing what we want to do. We make music for ourselves." That's kind of removing that from yeah. the equation. That's kind of so. I think I'm ready to give that another listen. I mean, they um, are old Metallica. You know, it's it's one that, and the that's same. That's it. I get it. Um, I get it, and I do. Mm. I do need to give it more of a listen. Oh, um, yeah. Moth into flame. I was looking. Classic. I've just got a moth into flame is great. Um, I had that on literally like yesterday morning on my uh, shower speaker that Damn. sounds horrendous, especially oh, when you man, play something. Oh man, it sounds great on something that. Something heavy through it. Boom, na 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 na. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's just that. Um, but I, I'm kind of getting into vinyl, and right. I, I'm yet to to own a Metallica vinyl. I've been looking at them, but because they're good albums they command quite high prices um but one of the ones that i think i'll get first is hardwired because it's recent there's lots of new stock out there and it's kind of you know it doesn't quite have that same status as like master or ride or kill em all or black album um so because of that i think you can pick it up for like a tenner so that's going to be my first metallica vinyl and i'm going to sit down and listen to it properly and I'm then going to just really try and kind of get that idea out of my head that I mentioned earlier about kind yeah, of being... yourself, Rob, of that idea. You're, so. you're wasting energy on that idea. <laughs> like, it's... Um, it's annoying, man. It's yeah. annoying me. It's, it's one of those hey. seeds that's gone in there. And that's why I never try... That's why I never really look at music reviews or anything. Because do you, do you I've like never the needle liked... drop? Do you, do you watch him? I, I watch him when it's stuff that I'm never going to listen to anyway. Mm. I really like Anthony Fantano. I yes. think he's funny. He is. I love his uh, Let's Argue and Let's Agree series. I love that um, more so than his actual album reviews. Mm. But if he reviews an album that I really like, I'll make sure I've listened to it and made my own mind up before before I watch whatever he says about it. Because it's not that I will just blindly adopt someone else's opinion, but you always risk, at least I risk, a, like a little seed being planted that might then make me 
kind of lean towards one side, which maybe I wouldn't have even comprehended if it hadn't been mentioned. And uh, that makes sense. Uh, it kind of does, you know, like like Cliff Burton. It's it's slightly enigmatic, but I, but I appreciate it. Uh, you seeing the band live, like I know you've seen them a few times. Um, mm-hmm. w- w- when was the first time? Like, did did you try early on? Because again, I'm thinking with similar ages. Did you try to see? Did you see them on the World Magnetic Tour? I think that was like '09 in the UK. Well, I didn't. I missed that tour. Right before that tour, they did Leeds Fest, they headlined Leeds Fest, and I didn't go, right? I'd never been to a festival at this point, but I was a massive Metallica fan. So, excuse me, so me and my friend Dan, who you'll know from the vids, uh, who's also... Oh yeah, Danny, Metallica. Danny White, oh my god, love yeah, that Yeah, he, he's, he's a big Metallica fan as well, um, and we were like... He's right, such a dude, gonna... sorry, sorry to just tell him he's a dude for me, like... <laughs> I will do. He's, he's out drinking at the minute with some friends from work, but I'll be sure to pass it on. <laughs> I'm sure he'll. He should the, be out uh, too late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but but okay. Again, people go watch TPD. Sorry to interrupt. Continue, Rob. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so anyway, for those of you who don't know, Leeds, fantastic city. I'm a bit biased. Has the Leeds Festival in it, but it's mm-hmm. actually significantly further away than you might think to Leeds. It's in um, it's in a place called Bramham. It's nowhere near the Leeds city centre. So me and Danny, we hear that Metallica's playing in Leeds. We're like, get in. We don't have tickets. It's the day of the show, but (laughs) we're going. So at this point, we're like 16, something like that. Yeah. We get the bus into the city center, and we expect to just get off the bus, and we could probably hear Metallica (laughs) shredding from the bus stop, right? (laughs) Why did you think this? You weren't weren't Uh, that young, (laughs) You should have known. I know, man. I know, but I'd never <laughs> listen, that, right? That we've all, we, it's a dumb thing. This is why it's a good <laughs> We've all story. been there. Yeah, we've so all been dumb. there. It's so dumb. <laughs> we thought maybe, you know, we, we, we used to walk around a lot, right? We used to never really use public transport. We'd walk everywhere. So we were thinking maybe get the bus into town and then maybe like a 30, 40 minute walk and we'll be like near the fence and we're able to look over and look at Metallica and watch them. Obviously, that wasn't the case, right? <laughs> so I was gutted that I couldn't see them. Um, and we were both gutted and we always kind of laughed about that of how naive we were having you know been to Leeds Fest so many times now and realising how unrealistic that idea was even if we could have got to the site <laughs> we would not have had a good experience listening to the muffled echoes of Metallica <laughs> from probably a mile away still um, yeah I um, I uh, didn't go to that but I remember that Reading Lee I think Rage were also headlining that year what a year that must have been. Jeez. It was Rage. There was Metallica. Slipknot were there. Avenged Sunfold were there. Um, yeah. Who was uh, the other headliner? Uh, the other headliner, Killers, were headlining. Killers, who I've still not seen. One of the, one of the bigger bigger bands that I've not seen that, yeah, that do I'm still su- I'm surprised you haven't seen. You've been to a lot of that. Like I saw them at V-Fest, like the Samstown tour, like 07. Like, they always play festivals. Like, Yeah, I'm surprised I've not seen them. It's just not happened yet, but... I was going to see them. On, they were playing uh, in Manchester this year on my birthday, but obviously that kind of all got cancelled. But I'll yeah. see them next schedule. Yeah, they're doing that big tour one. Who was who was supporting? Was it like the Manic Street Preachers or something? I can't. Remember. I think it was. Yeah, because we don't mind days. the Manic. The Manics are great. Like honestly, James, James Dean Bradfield, year. underrated guitar player, really good guitar player. Well, we saw him at Kendall, which was a year ago this weekend. Um, Kendall Paulin Festival. And 
I, I know a, I, I thought I knew a few songs, you know, Designed for Life. Um, I have a great song called It's Not It's Not War. Um, I was amazed how many songs I actually knew. Yeah. Um, they were so prominent on the radio when I was like younger in the car with my parents. That they're awesome. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of buzzing to be seeing them and the Killers, but there's always next year. There is, and next year for you in terms of you know way back when. When was the next year you saw Metallica? When was the first time you saw them? So the first time I saw them was in 2012 at the 10 year anniversary of Download Festival, mm. and. I was wearing the Master of Puppets top on the day. I can see it now. I can see the photos. I was so excited. Um, they were headlining the Saturday, and they were supported by Biffy Clyro, who are about, my uh, current favourite yeah, band. A band you're obsessed with. Um, many, many videos. Yeah, like. they're, they're, they've been consistently my favourite for like the last six or seven years. So um, seeing them under Metallica was incredible man tenacious d and before I remember as well right tenacious d before i think before that there was steel panther like and like then trivium like steel panther Fuck, that trivium. Was a great five bands um, it, mate, it was amazing man it was amazing and simon uh, biffy clyro have this song called living is a problem and simon mm-hmm. always does a little bit of guitar improv in, in like one of the breaks and his guitar improv this time was fade to black's intro riff um as kind of like a little homage or a thank you Metallica or something. And that was me really kind of, I was just in my happy place. And it was the, I don't know if it was the anniversary. In fact, it must have been maybe uh, 20 Black years album, since right? the Black yep. Album. Mm-hmm. So they played that in full, but they, they played it in reverse. Yes. Um, which was interesting. It didn't really, didn't really change too much um, because, you know, it was still great and we still got all the, all the hits as well. Um, but it was awesome, and I, I remember screaming "Fix me!" at the Master of Puppets solo just before it started, and it was the loudest thing I'd ever shouted in my <laughs> life, and my throat was killing. <laughs> and it was great, man. It was it was a long time coming because that was 2012. So at this point, this is a band I'd I'd probably been really into for like at least five years, and mm. then I'd come what I thought was quite close for that Leeds Fest 2008. Um, so even after that, it was another four years because going to gigs and stuff was just not, I just, for some reason, I just told myself, it's just not something that's really possible. I remember even as late as like 2013, Biffy Clyro did like three nights up in Scotland and it was like, I can't do that. It's in Scotland. Yeah. Whereas, whereas (laughs) I I, I kick myself for thinking that because just get on a bus, get on a train. Oh yeah. Uh, I was I kind of had a bit more of a kind of sheltered outlook so you know like you mentioned the world magnetic tour I probably could have just gone to like Manchester and seen Metallica on that gig but stuff like that so wasn't on my radar um I loved the music but I wasn't really huge on on gigs um and I just didn't think it was something I could really do I don't know why very strange because now I'm certainly getting my fair share in and yeah, people will remember this era, the Black Album anniversary era, Skinny James with the battle jacket and the patches and the white explorer. And, you know, they, they, so nice. you know, they run Donington. They've been playing there since with Bon Jovi. They were supporting and yeah, rap and stuff. You know, they've been, been the there post. like 
Steven Tyler, that famous photo of him and James, uh, you know, backstage. I, lo- I love that snap. Like, I think they, 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 I, I'm guessing they just w- were kings, right? They were amazing, man. They were incredible. Um, typical laser show for one. Another one of my favorites. Um, and the, I think it was during Sandman, but maybe it wasn't. Um, where they do like the Metallica family chant that they were doing at the time. Um, it was a big thing and it's like crowd participation and he was, James was like Metallica family. And then we'd all repeat it. Um, and you know, download's such an amazing place anyway, but to have like, we've, like we've already said, Titans like Metallica headlining that night, the sense of unity and almost like completion was <laughs> incredible, man. We were all singing. We were all part of that Metallica family. And it sounds cringy, you know, it sounds a bit cheesy, but it was so, so good. And I'll never, uh, I'll never forget that night. We were at the second barrier, which isn't close to the stage, but no. it felt close to the stage because yeah. we were pressed against a barrier. Um, <laughs> we had a great view of the, the pyro, the lasers. Oh man, it was, it was brilliant. And just looking now at this download 2012 uh, lineup. I didn't know it to hand. The Sunday was outrageous. So he had Five Finger oh, Death Punch, Caius, Black Label Society, Lamb of God. <laughs> then get this for a top three listeners: Megadeth, Soundgarden, Black Sabbath. Holy fuck! Now I'm a I'm a big fan of uh, Megadeth. Yeah, I love Megadeth. Let me guess. There was a time. Yeah. Go on. D- Dave's voice was it? Was that part of it? Dave's voice. Um, absolutely, I love Dave's voice. Yeah. I think I can do a a mean, mean Dave Mustaine impression sometimes, um, but we'll 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 keep that one off the call because it might go <laughs> might go south. But do you know what? I really do love Megadeth, and mm. I went to see him, and it was it was kind of sad in a way. Um, I've seen him a few times, and they're always great musically, but they were I think they were third from top. So they're playing firmly in the daylight, a relatively short slot. Still a great slot to have, but they dedicated maybe eight or nine minutes at the end of their set to coming out and bowing and all getting to, you know, like you would do if you just headlined the the place. And Mm -hmm. I, I kind of felt a bit sad because I know the story of, everyone knows the story that's involved, that's into like thrash um, of how kind of Dave feels I don't know if he still feels a bit pushed out, but I kind of got the impression that night that they were they were kind of hoping for something a bit more than maybe eight, nine, maybe even ten or twelve songs in the daylight. They kind of I'd love to see Megadeth in an academy or in an arena, but that day in Donington, it kind of I just got the impression that that they wanted a lot more from it. Interesting, yeah. I have to I have to check out that set. Um, the modern band, it's kind of hard to keep track of all the members sometimes. And, it is. And, and it's the it's Dave. It's, it's Dave, isn't it? Well, it's, it's Dave Ellison as well, yeah. Yeah, so Ellison's been back now for a bit, but I, I read something and it was something like Megadeth is, is Dave Mustaine and whoever he deems worthy. Because they're an incredible band, right? You need to be an incredible musician. You do, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to be a God, really I mean, good guitar player. There's been legends in that slot. like Absolutely. And 
Oh man, I, I love Megadeth. I think they're amazing. It's just I felt a bit underwhelmed at that gig. I, I, I need to go to their to an actual Megadeth tour. Yeah, and Black yeah. Sabbath, Black Sabbath were good that night. Soundgarden, it was Soundgarden, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. You, you not you not a Soundgarden fan or? No, Soundgarden. Were, Soundgarden, oh, Soundgarden were, were great. Um, yeah. Soundgarden were great. Sabbath were great. I'm a little bored of Sabbath at this point, and Ozzy, I know that's kind of sacrilege. Um, Especially in like Donington, four or five times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he throws and buckets of Ozzy. water, and yeah. Uh, but do you know what? That was the first time, so it was it was quite magical. The, my, my my dad was a Sabbath fan. Hmm. He was a Sabbath fan at the time. He was a Sabbath fan when I was a kid. We used to listen to War Pigs in the car. Um, <laughs> I remember listening to Paranoid when I was a kid in Germany on our hi-fi system. So um, getting to see uh, Aussie in the flesh that first time was amazing, man. What a great, great, great festival that was. One of my favourites. Yeah, yeah. And, um, I mean, yeah, yeah. so many other bands. Like, look, and there's even, like, it's always fun to see bands that are huge now, like, lower down, like, shine down, or, like, on the Sunday. Oh, I love, and... Yeah, I love looking at the old lineups and seeing, like, there's a great one. Um, it's we... not very metal. But um, Coldplay at Leeds Fest on, like, the introducing stage yes. in, like, 98 or something. Oh, maybe man. Yeah, I think that's about right. This is yeah. a band now that, like, Oh, they're, they're Metallica size. They're as big as Metallica. Absolutely, man. Metallica are the kind of band that could play anywhere and sell it out. That's right. And Coldplay are the same. Yeah, yeah. There's only few bands in the world that can do that. Like, yeah. The Shara. Uh, and uh, obviously, you guys do that on the channel quite a bit, don't you? Go through the old like Reading lineup, lead lineups, and stuff. Yeah, we um, we like kind of the run up to festival season every year, and our, our viewers seem to like that. So we try and kind of come up with new festival related content and some of that was looking through the lineups um so we've looked through like and just discussed like all the download lineups all the leeds fest and reading festival lineups um and it's a great thing you know there's another the, the, there's another year that comes to mind i think it was like the the 90s and it's blink 182 are, are on a, a reading lineup again the smallest text on the yeah on the poster they went on to headline it at least twice that i know of yeah no it's, it's wonderful Do you know to see speaking that. Speaking about Reading and Leeds, I saw Metallica headline Reading and Leeds in twenty was it twenty sixteen that they did it last? That feels um, about right, yeah. And double check that. That was great, man. That was so good. To see him in my home city with all my friends um was amazing. And I've got a really fond memory of we were stood near like the sound booth or the lighting, but whatever that booth is in the middle, right? Yeah. You know the one I mean. And there was all these beach balls tied up in bags up there. And I was like, right, they're obviously going to drop those at some point. They're going to drop these balls. So all sure, I had like one eye on the band on the stage rocking out and one eye in my mind on these beach balls. They were going to, they were going to come down. Anyway, they released them and I ran over and I grabbed one and I was like, it was like almost as big as me. And I was like hugging it. And I was so, so pleased that I had this thing. It had the Metallica branding on. It had the date on. Anyway, got it home after the festival. Prize possession. Great souvenir. Um, the date that they printed on it was wrong. <laughs> so uh, I've got this Metallica ball that says Leeds, Metallica, and then just a random date that they didn't play <laughs> Leeds. <laughs> and you still have that. So, you recently moved flats. Like you, you took it with you? 
Yep, it's somewhere. Actually, you know what? You, I'm worried now because I don't know where it is. <laughs> but we used it in a very recent video where we kind of held our own download festival at home yep. to uh, substitute the real thing. And it made a little cameo in there. And I tell you, it was a real pain to blow up. That thing's bigger than it looks. I was out of breath for about a full day after that. <laughs> uh, I'm just looking at the set list now. This is August 30th, 2015 it was. Opening with Fuel. Which fuel, just... oh, let me tell you. I'm sorry, I got a bit excited Please. there. So James comes out, and you'll have seen this before on other shows, but I'd never seen this. And he comes out, and he and he looks a bit somber. And you're thinking, oh, God, what's happened? And he comes out, and he goes, something, something to the tune of, like, um, I need to make this announcement, everyone got an announcement to make give me fuel give me fire and i was like oh my god and it was just the best intro to a show i've ever seen and i i was so thrilled and what an opener and they've opened with that a few times i think but what if you that was that was actually the last time i've seen metallica and we were talking me and dan why didn't we go to that manchester gig last year where it was raining have you seen yeah. that? I went. I went to the London one, but yeah, that's the legendary one. Yeah, because it's just a story. I, I really don't know what my excuse is there because they that vlog would have been road. incredible. By the way, they were they were playing down the road. One of my favorite bands of all time. I we can't figure out why we didn't go. We must have been double booked on that day or something because <laughs> I, I think mathematics were playing somewhere, so you had to be there. Oh, imagine if that's the if that's the reason, then I'll be very upset. That's a very niche reference to a local lead. They're that, from Leeds. That is. They're, they're, they're from Leeds. They're a really good band, actually. They were very good. Yeah, they split now, but they were great. What's that um, song they like had? Four AM. Vibes. Yeah, they had a they had four AM. They had a few. They supported uh, one of our favorites, Don Brook. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how we discovered them. Um, but yeah, I wish I'd have gone to that. And I can tell you, this year, given that everything's been cancelled. I'm going to cram everything I can, including probably an entire Metallica UK tour into, Mm. well, as soon as I can. As soon as Metallica are back out, I'm just going to follow them around. It'll happen. I mean, they've rearranged festival dates to next year, so, you know, they're looking those, um, those, Those festival dates where they do two dates, I bet that's incredible. Have you seen those? Yeah, yeah, different sets apparently. Yeah, kind of like the Orion Festival that they did for a couple of years. Remember that? And it was like, uh-huh. I think it was like Ride the Lightning and Master Puppets in full on two separate nights. Yeah, and they uh, they also played all of Kill 'Em All on a smaller stage as did well. They? Yeah, under a secret name. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Called Dahan. <laughs> I don't know if you know Dane Dahan, who's in the Through the Never film and stuff like that. But uh... oh, the the lead, right? Yeah, lead he's, he's from like Chronicle and that shitty Spider-Man yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. I was I was reading about him actually the other day as I was reading about Through the Never. I've been really kind of really embracing and diving into all things Metallica as of late. Um, but yeah, that I remember hearing like when they when they did um, the Ride the Lightning night. Apparently, that was either the first time ever or the first time in like twenty something years that they had to play Escape That's right. from the Ride the Lightning album, and they just had to learn it from scratch. <laughs> yep, the song James <laughs> hates, yeah, inexplicably. Does it, does it yeah. Really? Oh, yeah, he's not. It's kind of tongue-in-cheek, but but yeah, they they dismiss that song. Yeah? They find it quite well, poppy, yeah. They had to uh, they had to relearn it. Um, oh, that would have been great, man. Ride the Lightning's awesome. 
I can, I like Escape. I like everything on that album. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, I, Trapped I, Under Ice. Oh, very underrated. I think Trapped Under Ice is awesome. Fight Fire with Fire. My ears have just adjusted oh, to man. actually hearing that intro properly. It's just such a blast. Like I was just learning that the other day that intro and i'm sure i've got it way wrong but it's, it's possible for <laughs> me um but then you know you that you get into that main riff and even metallica skip it now but those extra strums as it's dirt 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 dirt, dirt in between the dirt 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 there's mm. like two muted e strings god that's fast it, yeah, it really truly is, and it's just there's so much like, and a lot of the Justice albums, there's so many riffs that have slight differences in the way they end. The whip in the tail, and James will hang on yeah. a note slightly, and just it's you know, great. there's just it, so it much gives intelligence. It, it gives the album so much like replay value, yeah. um, and sometimes I'm just so in the mood for that kind of compressed Justice guitar sound. Sometimes it grates me, and sometimes I love it, and. Lately, I've been loving it. What What's the song I've been listening to loads lately? I think it's the third song on Justice. Um, oh, is is it Eye of the Beholder? Eye of the Beholder, yeah. Oh, the chugging in that. Yeah. God, that's incredible, that mm-hmm. song. I'm really feeling that song at the minute. That that I mean, again, doesn't sound great through my shower speaker, let me tell you, but <laughs> what a track that is. Yes, Eye of the Beholder, the third track, yeah. I love the fade-in that it does as well and just, yeah, oh, man. Yeah, they're, they're it always makes me uh, miscalculate the volume of whatever speaker I'm listening yes. to it on because of the fading. So I'll either have it on too loud and it fades, and I'm thinking, right, it's gonna it's gonna peak here and it keeps going. Yeah, and I'm like, right, I need to turn this down or it's the other way. <laughs> no, my uh, you know, I've always had the same issue. My my friend's dad had as well. And then if you know Elbow, uh, the seldom seen yeah, kid. Yeah. And if you're familiar with yeah. that record. I am good album. Guy Garvey is a uh, you know a gent, but yeah, the song Starlings that open it opens basically with silence into like a huge orchestral from big kind of yeah. And in his in his car, my friend's dad just turned the volume too loud, thinking the CD wasn't working, and almost swerved into a post. It was that loud, so just you've got to be careful uh, listening to Elbow. You do um, Money for Nothing by Dire Straits, similar thing. Yes, the world's longest, quietest intro until those. <laughs> Those drums start hitting right at the very end of the intro. Oh my god! Um, you got to be careful with these things. Yeah, I, I want my hearing back, like you know. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I mean, as I said at the start of this episode, this was going to be sort of a uh, you know a little a little rambling chat, as it were, just going through things. I mean, um, Rob, I'll ask some final questions. These I ask all the guests these questions, Metallica based and uh, a few sure. others as well so the first one i mean we've kind of touched on this your favorite song favorite song by the band by by metallica is ride the lightning today Jeez. the solo yeah it ride the lightning is just absolutely uh yeah and unfathomably good what it about... is just metal <laughs> that <laughs> is a metal song it's a fucking yeah yeah <laughs> It's uh, it's stainless steel. What about album? Um, what's your favorite Metallica album? Master of Puppets. Master it's got to be. I mean, everything. I've worn the T-shirt for too long. It can't not be. But honestly, I think Master of Puppets is incredible. I think <laughs> it's a brilliant, brilliant album. Have you heard uh, Fight Stars cover of Lepo Messiah? I sure have. I've heard 
Uh, is it Trivium's cover of Master of Puppets? Oh, so you know the whole Kerrang! Uh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. That's why it's, it's from, pretty right? good, uh, actually. Bullock's version of Creeping Death, incredible. Oh no, who, who does um, that again? Creeping Death. Uh, it's Bully from my Valentine. Oh, it's isn't Bully it? for... Who does um, Disposable Heroes? Is like a death metal band. Oh god, I what they're called? They're called like Carnage sure. or something. But yeah, uh, Mastodon but... do Orion as well. Yes, that is such a cool sound with Mastodon's like kind of signature little. Um, well, their sound on it is mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Um, what about a favorite member of Metallica? It's got to be James, hasn't it? I mean, I mean Lars. It's either Lars or James, but I think James does a lot less that the public see. So I kind of treasure anything he puts out there. Any interview he does. Anything he's talking about. I watched him unboxing his, um, you know, he's got that book with all the, the vehicles in, that Reclaimed, oh, yeah. Re- reclaimed Rust, which is like $100, yeah. I don't think it's that much, yeah. but yeah. I, I watched him captivated by his every word, whereas with Lars, he's kind of a lot more out there. He's on the social media. He introduces the Metallica Mondays every Monday. So I think because James is a bit rarer, hmm. James is going to be my favorite. I would love to have a pint with James. Oh my god! I mean, he wouldn't want to have one with you, uh, you know. He's probably not. Off, not nothing personal, Rob. I mean, he's just out of rehab and stuff. But he would have no, a. I, I know. I, I meant a pint of water. Yeah, he'd have like he's elk blood or something. That. Something he's hunted. Yeah. Uh, I would. I would. I would. Oh man, what what a treat that would be! And uh, seeing them live, we've covered as well. It was a download and uh, leads, right? That's it, mate. So far, soon to be many more. I hope. Watch this space. Now, the question I ask here, uh, you know, I know that you are planning on doing a podcast for your YouTube channel, mm. um, but, and, and I want to ask you about that, actually, but just before we do, I'll ask the main question that I normally ask. If you were to do a podcast like Alf Metallica about a band that you love, are you going for their entire discography? What's a, ba- what's a band or bands that you would enjoy covering? Well, we mentioned that, like, Biffy Clyro... Do they have a podcast? They must. Does anyone do a Biffy, Biffy? podcast? N- not, not them sure. themselves, but let's have a look now because I, I like to Google it when people say But yeah, B- Biffy, there's I completely a, agree. A, I mean, great band. There's a great Biffy Clyro community out there. Um, mm. So, you know, there's a lot of like pages and fan groups and stuff. I'd be surprised if someone doesn't. Um, I'd like to do... Here's, here's one for you. I love the Arctic Monkeys. Mm. And I feel I can get away with saying that on this podcast because Lars loves the Arctic Monkeys as well. He actually introduced them at that Orion Festival. Yeah, um, they were playing there. So, bit of love for the for some indie rock there. But I think an Arctic Monkeys podcast, going through them in alphabetical order, like you know, if, if such a good idea. I think I think this format would lend itself really well to a band like Arctic Monkeys. Do you um, remember when their debut came out? Do, do, you, do you was were you kind of cognizant? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah. I wasn't listening to it, but I remember hearing about it and hearing a few select singles. I didn't think too much of it, really. Um, but I I do remember, because I think they broke a record that was held by someone mad like the Beatles. So yeah. I remember hearing that news. And that's, that's about the extent of that memory. I remember hearing that news. I remember hearing Dance Floor. And he gets up and he goes, don't believe the eye where the Arctic Monkeys. Oh, my he starts God. playing Dance Floor. Um, but I didn't really get into them properly until their second album. Um, and now their first album is my favourite by a mile. 
still your favourite, actually, because I know you're quite a big fan. I've listened to them all as well. Um, it probably, probably is still the best, isn't it? Like stuff like uh, Riot Van and Riot Van, a certain romance. Oh is my god! Yeah, I just bought an electric drum kit. Um, after many years of wanting one. Oh, they're so and good. They're so good. Man, I'm in heaven with you this. You set an amp up. You just but... sing over the amp. You can cover whatever you want. It's great. It's it's great. And the Arctic Monkeys' first album was one of the first... The first song I played on my electric drum kit, the song And Justice For All. Damn. I, <laughs> there's, a version, there's, there's versions on YouTube, right, that are taken from Rock Band and Guitar Hero and they've ripped the drums out, so it's just everything but the drums. Mm. Played along to that. After that, it was the Arctic Monkeys' uh, first album in full. Thrashed along to that. Maybe thrashed is the wrong word for the Arctic Monkeys, but that kind of validates what I'm saying almost because yeah. first song was Metallica, second group of songs, Arctic Monkeys. I do the Arctic Monkeys podcast. I love the idea of an Arctic Monkeys podcast, I think, because they are absolutely Super massive. Cool. I mean, they've got like 14 million monthly listeners on Spotify. Uh, like Biffy, are a, I always see Biffy as a bit of an underdog, even though they're a massive band. Whereas Arctic Monkeys are, you know, no, they're legit. Huge. Yeah, and they they broke in America, which I don't. Biff, did Biffy break in America? I don't think they have, have they? Not, they do tour, but you know, it's very small venues. Whereas Arctic Monkeys, the they do some arenas over there. Yeah, 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 no, they definitely do. So uh, okay, yeah, a lot. Great answer. Yeah, I mean, people always float stuff on here. I, I don't think there's a Nirvana podcast. I don't think there's a Green Day yeah. podcast. Like, there's just loads of giant bands that are like, oh my God. you know, surprise. There's like a hundred of us Metallica guys out here. Like, please, no one, t- don't do another one. Like, there's not enough. There's not enough room. There's not enough. We've got to save. The it band. seems like Metallica has, like, like we said earlier, like there's no no other band like Metallica. I, Metallica, ju- there's just so much content and so much information and so much stuff archived that. Maybe maybe they are the perfect podcast band. You can talk about, you know, a photo shoot they'd probably do in the eighties. On a, on a, you know, there's, there's, I don't there's know if I'm going to do that, Rob, but maybe some people well, might. Yeah, <laughs> maybe uh, you can maybe come for on episode a thousand when yeah. uh, you might be running out. When <laughs> we discuss every, but yeah, there is so much Metallica stuff out there, man. It's there insane. Is. There and is. they keep putting more out there. You're right. They've yeah, <laughs> they're feeding the. Machine, they're not helping. Like, no. No, Lars isn't. But uh, okay, well, this has been uh, this has been great, man. I guess finally, like um, your channel stuff like that. How do people find that? Uh, so I am part of a channel called TPD TV. Um, it's kind of like the in betweeners, uh, but with a lot more <laughs> alcohol. Uh, we go to lots of festivals. We go to lots of concerts. Uh, at the minute, we are just trying to get back into the swing of making some content. So check us out if you go on YouTube. Type in TPD TV. I would hope with a top result. If we're not, then I need to do some uh, do some work there. Yeah, get get some SEO on it. But yeah, I wholeheartedly endorse TBD. You know, a- apologies, uh, you know, to our listeners and to Rob for my you know incessant frothing and fanboying over this channel. But you know, it it is legit brilliant to the point where like again, uh, you know, I'm not trying to kiss your ass here, but there's like quotes from the show that me and my girlfriend just use. Like, there's certain things <laughs> that you a- say, like, you know, Rob, I know you're going to hate hearing this, but, like, natural spring water, for example. Um, Listen, I love it. I love hearing stuff like this. It's very, very much appreciated. And 
the natural sprint for anyone that doesn't know very <laughs> yeah quickly, people are thinking what the fuck there, there was a bit of a meme in our community about us about a, a bottle of water that's it right <laughs> and everyone kept saying natural spring water natural spring water yeah. natural spring water over and over again i never got sick of that i'll never get sick of it i think it's funny sometimes i'll play as if god not again yeah. But I love it, man. And I love the support and your kind words really hey. mean a lot. Hey. This has been a blast. And my commitment to you and the listeners is I'm going to listen to Anesthesia a few times. Look, just a considered listen. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to try and try and give it some of the respect that it deserves. Yeah. It's a kind of, you know, it's an expansive proggy, and you know, on S and M two. There's a version of that, isn't there? SNM two is coming out soon. Very soon, the, there the, is. Yeah. The did, did, you, did you see it in the cinema? I didn't. But oh, a friend of mine went. It. Oh, a friend of mine went to the yeah. thing, and I am so jealous. He said it was amazing, but I would love to have seen it in the cinema. I'm going to pre-order that vinyl. I think after I've got my hardwired one, because mm-hmm. uh, there's a really nice vinyl set, uh, which comes with a Blu-ray. So I'll watch that. But Anastasia, I'll check in with you, Tom, in a week, and I'll let you know where I'm up to with anesthesia all right, and i'm all sure right. i'll have discovered something that i love about it i hope so and i i will get back to you on on suck it and see uh the the arctic monkeys record which i've never really listened to uh that's my least favorite to be honest <laughs> but i'll do i'll do <laughs> oh, the trade i'll do you the trade <laughs> oh don't sit down because i've moved your chair that was one of the singles wasn't it i remember that song that was it's a, it's a staple of their live show to this big, day big Good riff song. big riff very big very big riff Drop D as well, song. It's, yeah, it's like their F- sort of... Is it Drop D? Okay, God damn, okay. Well, I think uh, it is. I uh, might have embarrassed myself. No, I think you're right. It, it certainly feels feels that way, yeah. Uh, I, I play it in Drop D anyway. So all right, all right. Well, yeah, it's got, the, uh, it's got the <laughs> Kellis endorsement. So, uh, so, so, yeah, guys, again, we'll push you towards TBD. Links down below. Uh, you can follow us at MetallicaPod. Get in touch with me, MetallicaPod at gmail.com, if you want to come on the show. We've got some cool stuff coming up. As I said, we're doing the Cliff Burton episodes, the Mega Histories. Also making my notes for an episode where uh, we're going to talk about all the TV shows and films Metallica's music has appeared in and what we can infer. Uh, It's been in The Sopranos and obviously uh, The Simpsons and loads of other weird stuff that I've found on IMDb. So that'll be fun as well. We've got the compilations coming out. Lulu should be out soon as well. Uh, yeah, Patreon is there. If you want to give back to the show, listen to the episodes first. iTunes, please give us a review. And Rob, sincerely, thank you so much for coming on. My absolute pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. It's been a blast, truly. Truly. <laughs>